The doorbell rang, and Elizabeth thought, what now? She walked to the front door, recognizing the shape of Barbara's hat through the translucent glass panels inset into the thick panels of her front door. Great. Reluctantly, she opened the door to her sister-in-law, who bustled inside. Immediately, and with disapproval, Barbara eyed Elizabeth's half-drunk glass of Chardonnay. People are talking about you, you know, she warned once in the foyer. It had begun to pour outside again, and Elizabeth watched Barbara shrug out of her dripping coat, rain puddling onto the travertine of the entry floor. The rain's supposed to be gone by tomorrow, she said distractedly. Elizabeth! Barbara snapped in annoyance and started in again. Chloe should have been at her father's funeral. I'll hang your coat in the closet. It'll drip on the floor, but it's travertine too, so it should be okay. For God's sake, are you deaf? No, I was just tuning you out. Chloe didn't go, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's over. Give me the hanger. You've got a glass of wine in your hand, and I don't want you to spill it. I won't. Jeez, her sister-in-law was a workout. But have it your way. She slapped a hanger into Barbara's outstretched palm, then watched as her sister-in-law carefully hung her coat in the closet and placed her hat on the shelf. Perfect. She nearly slammed the door to the closet shut, then reminded herself to be cool, not get emotional, not to lose control. So, Barbara, she said, forcing a calm she didn't feel, how about a glass of wine? What? No, I don't. Barbara lifted a hand in frustration and dropped it back down as Elizabeth walked to the kitchen, her sister-in-law following and still jabbering at her. Elizabeth, we haven't really talked about what happened to Court. I know he was in an accident, a horrible accident, but not much more. With all the arrangements for the funeral, you and I haven't really had a chance to talk. But now, do you know how that damned accident occurred? She paused for a moment. Or do you not want to talk about that, either? An undercurrent of accusation ran through the question, as if Elizabeth were somehow holding out on her sister-in-law. Elizabeth forced herself to ignore Barbara's tone. Well, just so you know, I'm in the dark here because no one's telling me what the hell happened. It was a single-car accident, but that's all I really know, too. Elizabeth glanced out the window again. The rain was letting up a bit. What about that woman detective? Barbara said, standing on the other side of the island and snapping her fingers in frustration. Oh, what's her name? Detective Thronson. That's it. The finger-snapping stopped. Hasn't she said anything? She knows what's going on. She has to. I'm sure she has a better idea than I do, but... Elizabeth lifted her shoulders and tried to ignore the headache that had been threatening her since the funeral. The truth was, the police had been pretty tight-lipped about the accident and the circumstances surrounding Court's death. Even while escorting her to the viewing room in the morgue, Detective Thronson had been quiet, regarding her solemnly. 
It had been a traumatic day. Elizabeth hadn't wanted to go, and she still remembered how it had felt. She walked along the shiny tile floors of the hospital's basement and was led to a window. On the other side of the glass, an attendant stood over a draped gurney. With a nod from Thronson, who stood next to her, ready to catch her should she swoon, she supposed, the coroner's assistant pulled down the sheet. She mustered all her strength to gaze down on Court's face after the coroner's assistant lifted the sheet. Surprisingly, Court just looked like he was asleep, except for his skin tone, a mottled grayish color. The damage to his crushed chest was...